Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's Friday, March 29th, 2019. And welcome to another edition of the FritzCast. How's everybody doing? Let's just check it. You know, it's Friday for me. Very happy. Very happy individual on Fridays, as of right now, uh, because of the insane amount of work that I do during the week. Mind-numbing sometimes. Sometimes I need to take a break, you know? Um, I, I actually uh, I have like a four-day weekend coming up pretty soon in the next couple of weeks, and I am just... I might not do anything during it. I might go to like the Franklin Institute. How How's this for a museum, right? The Franklin Institute, I think I talked about it like a couple episodes. Not a couple episodes ago. It was, it was a couple months ago. Uh, my wife and I went to the Franklin Institute and saw... Vikings Beyond the Legend, which was an amazing exhibit of uh, Viking history and and culture and all that, and lots of artifacts. It was really cool. And, uh, you know, that's at the Franklin Museum. Or it wasn't the Franklin Museum. It was touring around, you know, the whole United States. But the Franklin Museum in Philadelphia is, you know, a science museum. It's It's had the Titanic exhibit, which I went to years ago. That it had an actual chunk of an iceberg, among like the hundreds of other artifacts that they recovered from the ocean floor of the Titanic. And uh, the the main point is though, it's a scientific museum. You have all these exhibits of real stuff that come through, and then you have something like right now they have Marvel, or if it's not up yet, it's coming up in the next couple of weeks. Marvel. It's like just movie props from Marvel, from the Marvel movies, all the superhero stuff. Like, you can walk through and see, like, the, you know, the the prop infinity gauntlet, you know. Like, this was actually carried on set and worn by Josh Brolin. And you're paying money to go see these props. I mean, like, they had Star Wars. And let's face it, I'm a nerd, and I would have loved to have gone to Star Wars and seen it. And if it comes through again... I would go pay money and see it. It just it it kind of baffles me, all in one fell swoop, that I would go to this museum to see actual, like actual museum preservation, you know, historic preservation, you know, stuff. Learn something, and then in the same breath, I would go there to see movie props. Like you know, this is the actual suit that David Prowse wore on the set. Of the Empire Strikes Back. And I would sit there in awe looking at it like, Oh my god, it's such an iconic thing. When really, I mean, to more than half the people in the world, it's just a dumb movie. You know? But you're talking to a guy who, if I ever was, you know, blessed with tons of money to waste, I would probably buy the, the Back to the Future DeLorean just to put in my front lawn. You know, just just to sit there and look at it, just to look at it, just and when people walk by and look at it, and they'll be like, "Wow, that guy's a really big nerd." And every once in a while, I'll go in and I'll open the door and I'll sit in it, and I'll just you know I'll say stupid lines from the movie. I'll throw my sunglasses on and go, "Roads, where we're going, we don't need roads." Also, very libertarian of me, if you know what I'm talking about. But anyway. Rather than talking about the weather or trying to update you on things that don't have updates right now, okay? Like my wife, for those of you wondering about my wife, still good. 
Still don't know the sex of the baby yet, alright? That's coming down the line. There will be something on social media for those of you interested, and for those of you who are not, you can just buzz off. Um, not a big deal. But there's no updates on that. There's no updates on my flooring in my house. Other than the fact that I gotta finish the closets. Ooh, big surprise! Guy, guy procrastinates and puts off project yet another week. Wow. Breaking news. More at 11. What I hold in my hand right here is uh, is a release that was on March 24th, 2019. Uh, that was, uh, if I'm remembering dates correctly, that was Friday. Uh, but I'm blanking. Because today is the 29th. And don't you just hate it when your calendar app doesn't want to... But it was the 24th, so it was a Sunday. My bad. It was a Sunday. March 24th, 2019, a report that was released by, um, uh, you know, the Attorney General of the United States, William P. Barr. Just, just, just a little four-page four note. But before I dive into it, let's just go through a brief summary of what the news was from uh, 2016 until now. Trump-Putin-Russian collusion. Trump-Russian sort of collusion. Trump-Russian possible collusion. Trump-Russian metal collusion. Trump-Russian possible collusion. Trump-Russian potentially collusion. Trump-Russia possible collusion. Trump-Russian possible collusion. Trump-Russian collusion. Trump-Russian collusion. Trump-Russia possible collusion. Russian hack our election. Here comes a big change. Because all of a sudden, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Russian, Russian, Russian collusion, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Trump, Russian possible collusion, Trump, Russian collusion, collusion with the Russians, Trump, Russia possible collusion, Trump, Russia possible collusion, prove collusion, prove collusion. Was there collusion? Absolutely. Russia possible collusion. Trump 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 Russia potential collusion. Trump Russia potential collusion. And the Kremlin and be in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin and be in collusion and Putin. And the Kremlin and be in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin very worried in collusion. This president, this president in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin and be in collusion. This president, this president in collusion with Putin. And the Kremlin are very worried in collusion. All 17 intelligence agencies. 17 agencies. 17 of our intelligence agencies have confirmed. of our intelligence agencies. 17 intelligence agencies. 17 different United States intelligence agencies. All 17 of them. Oh, that was amazing, wasn't it? That was from Place Boeing YouTube. I'm going to link the video in the comments. But that is a, that, that's a pretty good summary of what a lot of the news narrative has been ever since Donald Trump was elected to the presidency of the United States. Um, quite amazing, right? Um, I, I want everybody to keep that in mind. Keep in mind the news narrative that went on for two whole years while... Champion of the left, Robert Mueller, was cracking down and 
digging up the facts. He was going to get Trump. He was going to be an American hero. That is the narrative that was pushed for two years. Two years. And then what happened Friday? I believe I ended the podcast last week with this, how, at how Mueller had turned in his full investigation on the Trump-Russia possible collusion. Now, William P. Barr, the Attorney General, let me talk about him real quick. Uh, William P. Barr was screwed from the start over this. And we're going to talk a little bit about it. But William P. Barr, of course, is appointed under Donald Trump. So, of course, there's going to be scrutiny over William P. Barr from the left. There, Of course there's going to be. Why wouldn't there be? We did the same thing with uh, Attorney General Loretta Lynch when she had secret meetings with, uh, or impromptu, not secret, impromptu meetings with, you know, people like former President Bill Clinton uh, on the tarmac, um, you know, the things like that. Like, we, we had scrutiny over that, and I think it was legit, and some people saying that about William P. Barr right now, eh, you know, I guess maybe it could be legit, but mostly because the last two years have been Trump-Russia collusion, Trump-Russia collusion, when the report is released, when the report is released, when the report is released, and now here all of a sudden the report is done, and yeah, sure, it's not released to the public yet, which, by the way, I am all for. Uh, I'm a limited government libertarian who believes that uh, we all have a right to that information once they they determine what is allowed to be released and what has to remain classified. I'm all for the releasing of that report. Uh, I, I swear to God, the Democrats just want that report released because they want to skim through it and try to find some angle that they can scrutinize over it um, because all this has been for the past two years too as it was getting closer and closer to the end of that report was the goalpost moving there was a lot of moving of the goalposts because well let's get let's get down to the release first let, let, let's tackle this in somewhat you know organized fashion so uh, Mueller turns in this report Barr gets it Friday he releases this statement Sunday night uh, on March 24th, stating, quote, As a supplement of notification provided on Friday, March 22nd, 2019, I am writing today to advise you of the principal conclusions reached by the special counsel Robert S. Mueller III and to inform you about the status of my initial review of the report he has prepared. Now, before I actually dive into the letter, I have to go over how people reacted on on Twitter about this this very note uh this very letter being dropped uh, like Max Boot for example uh who is a Washington Post columnist a CNN analyst the author of the road not taken corrosion of conservatism <laughs> and yada yada crap so we know where he's going to come from from this he actually 
retweeted out Adam Goldman, who is a D.C.-based New York Times reporter covering the FBI and national security uh, subjects. Um, he retweeted out Adam Goldman's tweet, which was, quote, Scoop, the total of 300-plus pages suggests that Mr. Mueller went well beyond the kind of bare-bones summary required by the Justice Department regulating or regulation governing his appointment and detailed his conclusions at length. Max Boot tweeted that out, stating, quote, How on earth was Barr able to digest and summarize a 300-plus page report in less than 48 hours? In which I replied to him, Well, it's his job to read it, so I'm going to go on a limb here and say he did his job. Number one. But the scrutiny against Barr already started. Like the five seconds after he released this four-page letter, which is what I'm about to go over because it's the only thing that we have to go over with talking about the subject. But you have columnists and reporters and quote-unquote journalists. I use that word sparingly nowadays because people aren't really doing the journalism thing as much as they're doing the clickbait thing, which is sad. How 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 was how was Barr able to digest and summarize the 300-page report in less than 48 hours? It's his job. His job is literally to read reports. That's what he does for a living. But what whatever. But whatever. So this report, which is entitled uh, "Report on the Investigation into Russian Interference in the 2016 Presidential Election." is what this report is called. And Barr states in the first opening paragraph of this letter, uh, quote, Although my review is ongoing, I believe that it is in the public interest to describe the report and to summarize the principal conclusions reached by the special counsel and the results of his investigation, end quote. Before I can even dive into this four-page report, I have to take the one line that he just said, that, that this report is entitled... The report on the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. Because people are so quick to forget that it was 17 intelligence agencies. Let's let's not get hung up over the libertarian arguments right now of why the hell are there 17 investigation departments for the United States government. Because apparently one can't do the job right alone. We need 17 of them to do it. But there were 17 investigations into Russian interference. 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 The left has been so caught up on Trump-Russia collusion, that we seem to have forgotten the interference that did happen. 17 agencies confirmed interference into the election. Okay, back in February of 2018... And I'm reading, I'm stealing this one from a BBC article that was posted on 
the fe- the 17th of February 2018, 13 Russians were charged with interfering in the U.S. 2016 election in a major development in the FBI investigation. Among those people, okay, and this, this by the way, came from Mueller's report. The charges were made by special counsel Robert Mueller. Three Russian companies were named in the indictment. Okay, speaking at a conf- speaking at a news conference, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein said that there was no allegation that any American was a knowing participant in this illegal activity, nor was it alleged that the meddling altered the election outcome. This article further goes on to say, quote, what does the indictment say? It says a group of Russians posed as Americans opened financial accounts in their names, spent thousands of dollars a month buying political advertising, purchased U.S. server space in an effort to hide their Russian affiliation, organized and promoted political rallies within the United States, posted political messages on social media accounts that impersonated real U.S. citizens, promoted information that disparaged Hillary Clinton, received money from clients to post on U.S. social media sites, created themed groups on social media on hot-button issues, particularly on Facebook and Instagram, operated with a monthly budget of as much as $1.25 million. And they financed a building of a cage large enough to hold an actress portraying Hillary Clinton in a prison uniform. That is just a funny freaking takeaway, that last bit. Um, But my favorite part in this article... Quote, it also says those named in the indictment had visited the U.S. posing as American citizens and had begun discussing how to affect the election as early as 2014. Ladies and gentlemen, the Russian interference started under the Obama administration with the intent to divide Americans. You can go to dozens of reports on these investigations, on news websites, commentary, what have you, that Russia did interfere in the 2016 election, started well before 2016 to get, it, to get the ball rolling on it, with the intent to divide Americans. The seeds were sown long ago. And they were small seeds, concentrated seeds, targeted seeds. The reports suggest that they did that they did ads that were for pro-conservative and pro-liberal and targeted the other audiences to rile up their bases and cause division. And do you know why it would go that way? You know why? Because America is too large to be taken out in any other form other than straight nuclear warfare, which is maddening. It's like suicide to a country from the outside looking in. But you know how you can you know how you can take America down? You could do it much easier, much cheaper, and get your hands far less dirty. Just let us do the work for you. Just let us do the work for you. 
That's that's all you got to do. Put put a little propaganda out there, a little little seedlings of influence all around. And America will do the rest because we're just a bunch of jackasses. That's why. Going on in this report, okay? This is back to this is back to William P. Barr's summary of the report. In reference to this report, quote, in this report, the special counsel noted that in completing his investigation, he employed 19 lawyers who were assisted by a team of approximately 40 FBI agents, intelligence analysts, forensics accountants, and other professional staff. They issued out more than 2,800 subpoenas, executed nearly 500 search warrants, obtained more than 230 orders for communication records, issued almost 50 orders authorizing use of pen registers, and made 13 requests to foreign governments for evidence, and interviewed approximately, approximately, approximately 500 witnesses. It's a lot of people. Quote, the special counsel obtained a number of indictments and convictions of individuals and entities in connection with his investigation, all of which have been publicly disclosed. We know this. This is what was coming out. This was the only juice that came out of the report, and the only facts that were coming out of the report were involved in the number of indictments and convictions that were made, that were reported on, that were publicly disclosed. All right, that was truth. And almost none of them, mind you, had to do with collusion or interference. It had to do with taxes and money and other business dealings, which we can talk about Trump and his business dealings all we want. But we're talking about his presidency and whether or not he willingly and actively colluded in this business, in this election hacking business. The special counsel also referred to several matters to other offices for further action. This, the report does not recommend any further indictments. We're done with indictments. There's no recommendations for them in this report. Nor did the special counsel obtain any sealed indictments that have yet to be made public. In going on to summarize the report, we talked about Russian interference in the election. Interference. Get collusion out of your head. Interference. Quote, the special counsel's investigation did not find that the Trump campaign or anyone associated with it conspired or coordinated with Russia in its efforts to influence the 2016 U.S. presidential election. As the report states, the investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities. And there is a subtext to follow that. Quote, in assessing potential conspiracy charges, the special counsel also considered whether the members of the Trump campaign coordinated with Russian election interference activities. The special counsel defines coordination as an agreement, tactic, or express between the Trump campaign and the Russian government on election interference. The report further goes on to state, quote, there were two main Russia Russian efforts to influence the 2016 election. One of them was from a Russian organization, the Internet Research Agency, IRA, 
to conduct disinformation and social media operations in the United States to sow social discord. Just talked about that. You want to take America down? Plant the seeds. You don't even have to freaking water them. We'll water them ourselves. Quote, The special counsel did not find any U.S. person or Trump campaign official or associate conspired or knowingly coordinated with the IRA in its efforts. Although the special counsel did bring criminal charges against a number of Russian nationals and entities in connection with those activities. The second was computer hacking designed to gather information and disseminate information to influence the election. Quote, The special counsel found that the Russian government actors successfully hacked into computers and obtained emails from personal from persons affiliated with the Clinton campaign and the Democratic Party organizations through means such as WikiLeaks. Based on these activities, the report goes on to say, the special counsel brought criminal charges against a number of Russian military officers for conspiring to hack into computers in the United States for purposes of influencing an election. But as noted above, the special counsel did not find that the Trump campaign or anyone associated with it conspired or coordinated with Russia or the Russian government in these efforts, despite multiple offers from Russia-affiliated individuals to assist the Trump campaign. Final bit, obstruction of justice. The report's second part addresses a number of actions by the president, most of which have been the subject of public reporting, that the special counsel investigated as potentially raising obstruction of justice concerns. After making a thorough factual investigation into these matters, the special counsel considered whether to evaluate the conduct under department standards governing prosecution and declination decisions, but ultimately determined not to make a traditional prosecutorial judgment. The special counsel, therefore, did not draw a conclusion, one way or another, as to whether the examined conduct constituted obstruction. Instead, for each of the relevant actions investigated, the report sets out evidence on both sides of the question, and leaves unresolved what the special counsel views as difficult issues of law and fact concerning whether presidents, whether the president's actions and intent could be viewed as obstruction. The special counsel states that while this report does not conclude that president that the president committed a crime, it also does not exonerate him. So, we can see that the second part of this report over the obstruction, which is what the Democrats are riding hard on now, the obstruction of justice. Was there an obstruction of justice? And they're jumping all over Mueller for not coming to a conclusion on that. Although, at the end of this summary, it says, quote, in making this determination, we noted that the special counsel recognized that the evidence does not establish that the president was involved in an underlying crime related to Russian election interference, and that, while not determinative, the absence of such evidence bears upon the president's intent with respect to obstruction. Generally speaking, to obtain and sustain an obstruction conviction, the government would need to prove beyond reasonable doubt that a person acting with corrupt intent engaged in obstructive conduct with, sufficient, with a sufficient nexus 
to a pending or contemplated proceeding. In cataloging the president's actions, many of which took place in the public view, the report identifies no actions that, in our judgment, constitute obstructive conduct and had a nexus to a pending or contemplated proceeding and were done with corrupt intent, each of which, under the department's principles of federal prosecution guiding charging decisions, would need to be proven beyond a reasonable doubt to establish an obstruction of justice offense. That's the summary. You don't like it and you want the report to skim through it now to try to find something. I want the report released, absolutely. Absolutely I do, but I'm tired of the news media going and not giving up on this when the nails in the coffin have been driven. The nails in the coffin have been driven. The lid is on. Stick a fork in it. It's done. And not one Democrat, not one Democratic presidential candidate is saying anything along those lines except one who has more or less at this juncture been buried by the Democratic National Party. And that would be Tulsi Gabbard. And here is what she put out. I strongly supported Mueller being allowed to complete his investigation into the allegations that President Trump had colluded with Russia to influence the outcome of the 2016 elections. Now, I'm glad that Mueller was able to do so and has submitted his findings. The American people need to be allowed to see Mueller's report. But now that Mueller has reported that his investigation revealed no such collusion, we all need to put aside our partisan interests and recognize that finding that the President of the United States did not conspire with Russia to interfere with our elections is a good thing for our country. Because if the President had been indicted for conspiring with Russia to interfere with and affect the outcome of our elections, it would have precipitated a terrible crisis that could have led to civil war. So we should all be relieved that President Trump was not found to have colluded with the Russians. Now we must move beyond this divisive issue and take action to protect the integrity of our elections, to protect the integrity of the 2020 elections by immediately passing my legislation, the Securing America's Elections Act, which would empower every single state to use voter verified paper ballots that would make it impossible for Russia or any other country or rogue actor to come in and manipulate or change the results of our elections. It is essential that we put aside partisan interests and work together to unite our country, to deal with the serious challenges that we share. Things like rebuilding our country's crumbling infrastructure, ending regime change wars, protecting our environment, ensuring health care for all, bringing about comprehensive immigration reform, and so much more. Tulsi, 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 Tulsi. Who the hell else is talking about that? Who the else who the hell else is saying move on? Who the hell else is saying, "Hey, Russia actually did interfere in our election in 2016. We have the reports, we have the evidence. Why don't we, I don't know, make a push to make sure the next election is secured?" 
Not a goddamn one. Not a goddamn news report. Not a goddamn politician. Nothing. From nobody. (laughs) You know what? Russia won. Russia won. Their whole point was to cause division, and not just for one election, for a long time to come. And us, we Americans, we're just we're too fucking conceited. That I can't think. I'm. I apologize for dropping f bombs. I really do. But we're we, we can't. We just can't anymore. We just can't. You know why we can't? You know why we can't? Did you know that Chicago dropped all charges against Jussie Smollett and Mayor Rahm Emanuel is uh, just sending him a a bill for like $187,000 for the wasted time for his false report? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, here is the totally fucking ludicrous thing Rahm Emanuel said about Jussie Smollett. Let me be really clear about something. The only reason Jesse Smollett thought he could take advantage of a hoax about a hate crime is for the environment, the toxic environment that Donald Trump created. Oh my God, you can make it a political point? A, a guy, a guy fakes, makes a freaking hoax of a hate crime and saying he took advantage of it because of the environment Trump created and you're justifying him for doing it? Do you people think before you fucking talk but it's okay you know him and him and his lawyer now you know they're they're contemplating even suing the police department glenn beck and Stu begear on this they they were lucky enough to get the whole case sealed at this point you know the fbi is looking into it and we more may come out but if they were to actually sue and open themselves up to all of the evidence coming out anyway please please do it it. please Please do do it please because this need there needs to be some justice here and uh, you know again I, i i wasn't there we know that we know what he said happened didn't happen. However, right? Like we know for a fact, two white guys did not do did it. not do it. We know because we saw we have video of the two people who were accused, the two brothers, with you'd be buying the bleach, buying the rope, buying, buying the, the maga, right? like, buying the masks, buying everything, everything. everything. What were they doing? Were they? Were, are they are they uh, some sort of prophets where they bought that stuff because they were going to reenact it in their own home just for fun <laughs> later? They, but they saw this event coming. I mean, what 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 is the other reason? I want to know just that, guys. If this isn't true, which the brothers say it is, guys, if this isn't true. Why did you go out in the middle of the night to a hardware store and buy all this stuff? What did you do with that? What 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 crazy list has those items on it? Except for let's go throw bleach on somebody, throw a noose around their neck, shout, you know, this is Trump country. <laughs> what else? So, I I don't even know I, I don't even want to talk about that anymore. Oh, man. I, I got over the Mueller report, uh, William P. Barr's statement on it, and, and where we currently stand. 
And that, that that's the insanity, folks. That's where we are. Welcome to America and welcome to the world 2019. The place where Russia collusion definitely happened, even though Mueller says he has no evidence of it whatsoever. But we want the report released. And by the way, just for the climate change aspects, if we don't do something now in 12 years, we'll all be dead. But seriously, I'm getting a little tired of it. And to think we're just ramping up the 2020 election season. My God, the the insanity that lies ahead. It's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be a really fun ride. Guys, that's going to do it for me today. Thank you for listening into my edition of the FritzCast I know you have many podcast choices to choose from, and I am humbled that you would choose me. Very much so. Uh, follow me on Twitter at FritzQS, Facebook.com slash the FritzCast. And if you need to reach me, it's FritzCastPodcast at gmail.com. What we're cooking up over the next couple of weeks for an episode that's going to come out is going to be on the, uh, the Electoral College. Um, so keep this in mind. Uh, the Electoral College. Uh, because several states now, including my own home state of Delaware, have passed legislation that says that uh, the electoral votes will go to the national popular vote winner. And it's causing up some controversy and some talking points and all that. So it, it's making me want to review the Electoral College. So if you have sources, if you have an opinion, reach out to me on any of these platforms. I would be Glad and grateful to include you in on the episode of FritzCast that's going to cover it because we're going to talk about the Electoral College, the whole purpose of voting, and whether or not any of this is a good idea. That's a, that, that's that's the subject that we're going to tackle from a moderate libertarian perspective viewpoint. All right? Love you all. See you all next week.